2022, we had almost two tons of trash removed from the watershed during various cleanups. Um, dozens of tires pulled out of the river. It was over 800 bags of trash pulled out of the river or out of the watershed. Um, so we can we can tally up those numbers, but it isn't a big impact. And and you're right, it's almost shocking to to see all the trash that comes out of the river. And it definitely makes everybody that takes part in these cleanups feel so much better afterwards because you can look at all that trash and know it's removed. The Life in Motion podcast is brought to you by Actual Outdoors. They help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at actualoutdoors.com. This is a Life in Motion audio experience, a podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 141 of Life in Motion. I've got Brooke with me today from James River Basin Partnership. The entire mission is to help protect the water quality of the streams, lakes, and rivers of the James River watershed. They're also this month's nonprofit partner, which means 20% of this month's sales from alumincollect.com will be donated to support their mission. Um, I'm super uh, excited to hear about their impact and also what the community collection means to them. So Brooke, thanks for being on today. Thanks for having me on. Glad to be here. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm excited. You know, I've uh, you know, I've actually had Todd on here probably a couple years ago and kind of share his story and his involvement, um, but not not so much yourself. So let's start with kind of who you are, how you got involved with the James River Basin Partnership and, and kind of what it, what inspired that. Yeah, yeah. My history with James River Basin Partnership goes all the way back to when I was a fifth grader. Okay. Uh, James River Basin Partnership does a lot of outreach with fifth graders because our lessons tie in with the Missouri Learning Standards. And they came to my school and did a watershed festival. And that was the year I was getting really into outdoor and nature things. I would save trees on the playground and started recycling at my school. Um, so my teacher mentioned that I would absolutely love this water quality day we were going to do. And I did. I it's stuck with me. I really wanted to do water quality um, through junior high and high school. I got involved in stream team and doing water quality stuff through Science Olympiad. So it definitely always stuck with me. Uh, then in high school, I got to start volunteering with the James River Basin Partnership through their Earth Day cleanups, as well as education and outreach events, learning how to use some of their education tools like the watershed model. Um, and then I continued volunteering with them through college. And then when I was in my early days of a conservation career, I got to be a colleague and work alongside them on projects. So I was really excited to start this position. And it's it's been a little full circle to now do education stuff, even at my old school in Ozark, knowing that that's kind of what got me started on this path so many years ago. That, that's amazing, especially like you said, it's kind of starting in, you know, fifth grade and, and kind of continuing, uh, uh, you know, I guess the organization really never went away for you. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> been a pretty You couldn't get rid of it, <laughs> which, yeah, which exactly. is really, which is really awesome, though. You know, considering you know, especially, I, I think that goes to show, um, you know, the the impact that a James River based partnership has, um, not only on, on the community but the members within the community as well. Yeah. Um, and then, like you said, kind of going full circle to sort of helping with that. So. Um, you know, I, I know uh, James River Basin Partnership does a lot of different activities, different programs. Um, what what are some of those? And I, and I touched a little bit on sort of the overarching mission in the intro, but if there's anything else that you'd like to add to that. Yeah. Um, well, our mission, we 
we hit all our goals of our mission through education, through research, and then through on the ground work. So my role is education outreach coordinator. Uh, I get to head up a lot of that education, whether that's in the schools, working with fifth graders or, or other grades, whether that's in the community, working with community groups like neighborhood associations or rotary groups, speaking to them, um, and outreach to the public when we're tabling at events, at lawn and garden shows, or homeowner outreach that we do through our soil testing program. Uh, really, anyone we can anyone we can talk to in the watershed, we'll find a way to connect with them. Um, so that's kind of what hits our education side. For on-the-ground projects, we'll do uh, cleanups. We have a, two big annual ones every year, plus other various cleanups. We have our Earth Day cleanup in April, where we clean up the James River here in Springfield, kind of central around Springfield Lake. We do a big river rescue every June. We pick a different part of the watershed to focus on. This year, we'll be doing the Finley River in Ozark, so back to my hometown uh, for that big cleanup. And then plus other cleanups, urban cleanups. We've adopted part of Fast Night Creek here in Springfield and do various cleanups out there Um, and other on the ground projects, whether that's tree planting, getting trees by the river to help hold in that soil so it doesn't erode away and help slow down water and um, filter out pollutants before it makes it to the water. We've done many tree plantings and even have some scheduled as students this spring. Um, And then research too, we, we work on Uh, monitoring the water quality. So here in town on urban creeks, but also through a big snapshot program we do every three years, we get a snapshot of uh, what the water quality of the entire watershed looks like at one moment with tons of volunteers out taking samples. Um, It's a really great project to monitor the health long-term of the whole watershed. That's that's awesome. Yeah. And as you mentioned, kind of so many different uh, uh, routes that you can go to, to support, you know, within the community from awareness to the actual action and even kind of, I'm sure, connecting some dots for, you know, some people that might not think about, you know, why do trees matter next to the the river or the stream or whatever like that. Um, so it kind of goes full circle. So so like with that, like, you know, obviously there's there's been a big impact that you all have. Um, I feel like probably one of the most tangible ones would probably come with um or I guess easy, easy for people to kind of digest would be from your different cleanups, which is always a weird question. Cause you're like, Oh, I, I picked up this much trash. Like, oh, that's awesome. And then you think about it, like, why was there this much trash in there in the first place? Uh, exactly. but like, what is, is there like a, um, I guess what, what does that look like? Because I mean, little, those little things can kind of add up, you know, people throwing this out the window and that out the window and then it's, you know, at the end of the year, it's a whole big thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Again, I mentioned all those cleanups we do, whether that's the Earth Day River Rescue, we do stream side or I'm sorry, roadside cleanups as well, adopt a highway. So we're picking up trash before it ends up in the river. But yeah, we keep track of all those numbers in 2022, we had almost two tons of trash removed from the watershed during various cleanups. Um, Dozens of tires pulled out of the river. It was over 800 bags of trash pulled out of the river or out of the watershed. Um, So we can we can tally up those numbers, but it isn't a big impact. And and you're right. It's almost shocking to to see all the trash that comes out of the river. And it definitely makes everybody that takes part in these cleanups feel so much better afterwards because you can look at all that trash and know it's removed and of course feel sad that it was there in the first place and even some stretches for our earth day cleanup we do the same stretch every year from Crichton down to southwood Um, and we've seen some improvements over the years some of the really big trash we've been able to get out but there's still lots of little trash every single year even though we clean the same stretch every single year Uh, so it 
it's sad that I guess it needs to still happen, but it is a great opportunity for people to really feel like they made a, a really big impact on their local water quality, which they do make a big impact doing that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And to that point about like how many volunteers like for those like kind of usually show up to that? Yeah. And. 2022, we had over 500 volunteers across our various events. Um, So yeah, every cleanup, we can have, you know, small urban cleanups, we might have 20, 30, 40 volunteers for our larger ones, like River Rescue and Earth Day, we'll have over 100 volunteers. That's, that's awesome. And I'm sure like, uh, I guess to go off a water pun, create a, a ripple effect, because not only are they there, you know, that day to clean up, but they might think twice when when they're walking down the sidewalk and see a random piece of trash when rather than just walk by it or oh i'm in a rush to do it you know which like i said kind of builds builds out i'm sure so i'm sure there's uh subconsciously things like that happening all the time yeah absolutely it's definitely easier to pick up a piece piece of trash when it's still on land than by the time it makes it into our river where we have to get boats involved and whatever trash you pick up you have to paddle down the river with so yeah, if we can stop trash at the source, uh, that makes it easier for everybody. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then, so when it goes, I know you also have a couple of different programs kind of within the city, um, I think with maybe city utilities, but as far as like rainwater cleanup or collection, I, I don't know the right names, but I know there's some other programs like that. What are some of the more, um, I guess maybe a re- residential projects, I guess, in that sense? Yeah. Well, you mentioned our rain barrel rebates. That's a program where people can install a rain barrel and we'll give them a rebate of up to 50 cents per gallon of rainwater their barrel collects. So if it's a 100 gallon system, they're going to get $50 for it. And that's up to $300 per per homeowner. Um, So it's a great way to if they if they wanted to put in a rain barrel, we'll help them do that. We'll help cover part of the cost for that. And rain barrels are important. They collect rainwater that, you know, would otherwise just go down the street and into storm drains and water that goes down storm drains go directly into our rivers. They don't get cleaned by the wastewater system. They go right into our river. So we're keeping that water from picking up pollutants on its way. Plus, it's free water for you to use in your garden. Uh, You're not having to pay that from your water bill. It puts less of a strain on our water resources during some of the hot months. Um, So it's a really great way people can be more environmentally friendly in their yard. Also, we do soil tests. Um, We were out this morning doing soil tests. So uh, every, every lawn, the way people take care of it can make a big impact on their water quality. If they put access nutrients and just put a ton of fertilizer without knowing how much fertilizer they need to put down. A lot of that's going to wash away into the creeks, into the rivers. So we do test to find out exactly how many, um, how many pounds of fertilizer they should put on their yard. So they're not having any excess going down the drains and other ways that they can make their yard more eco-friendly, whether that's putting in native plants, putting in a rain garden, that's going to help soak up some of that water so it doesn't run off, et cetera. Yeah, no, no, that's that's great. Probably, uh, especially if you know, there's probably a double benefit for a homeowner if you're like, hey, you're, you're using you know x amount of pounds of of this, but you should really shrink this by half. Well, not only is it helping the environment, but you know, they don't have to spend that much money on fertilizer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Saving money if someone was putting lime in their yard, and we'll let them know if they actually needed that or not. Um, so it can save them money. It'll um, make the the lawn really healthy if they were putting too much or too little. You know. 
if some if someone cares about curb appeal, they can make it look real nice. If they're um, wanting to set up the lawn well to, to sell it. I mean, same with rain barrels that can in, increase the value of your of your property. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That's great. And like I said, all those different different programs and, and the fact, you know, kind of going back to the original point with the, the education stuff and, and getting, uh, you know, whether it's uh, the older generation or the younger generation involved, you know, that's kind of once again, creating creating that kind of the, that ripple effect. So um, it's amazing to, to hear that and especially the longevity of it. So for like this year, what are is there any new different projects kind of on the horizon or um, just kind of staying true and kind of double down on, you know, the many programs that you already have? Yeah, our education is really able to expand this year um, because we've never had a full time educator, someone dedicated to just education. It was project managers that were managing our big grants and doing education on the side. Um, So we've really been able to expand what we're doing education-wise. So expanding how many schools we're working with on those uh, watershed education for fifth graders and other grades, um, summer school programming. I'm excited we're going to be partnering with the Art Museum on a camp this summer. So we're going to tie in nature and art um, for the students that come to that camp. Um, And we're also working on a a program It's going to be called 100 Hours Outdoors. There's a, a national movement of doing 1,000 hours outdoors with kids and with families to counteract. They say that kids spend about 1,000 hours a year in front of a screen. So instead oh, okay. of having that much screen time, having that much time outside. So we're going to do a shorter version of it, 100 Hours Outdoors, uh, just encouraging families to spend time outside with their kids during the summer break when school's out. Uh, So through that, we'll have information on our website and on social media about that. We're going to be promoting activities that we have outside where people can come join us, play outside, get a few hours towards that 100 hours outside, uh, plus other community partners, whether that's parks or other organizations, whatever outdoor activities they have going on. And people that participate um, will get to have lots of fun outside too, but there'll be ways they can win prizes throughout the summer for participating almost like those uh, summer reading programs, the library, but we're promoting getting outside because we want more kids outside in the summertime. Yeah, no, no, that that's awesome. Especially, you know, kind of once again, it, it, you know, you say James River Basin partnership and think of the, the watershed, but you know, like you said, that's, it's all about getting outside, you know, regardless in that sense. So to be able to expand that way and work with, with the schools in that sense, um, is amazing. And and so you mentioned um, kind of some of the our different community partners. And I know there are a lot of awesome uh, other outdoor nonprofits around around the Springfield area. What are some of those collaborations look like with, um, you know, maybe it's the, the greenways or the parks or something like that? How is that able to kind of help uh, expand in, in your impact? Yeah, um, I love working in the conservation field because it's uh, it's a close, tight-knit community and we all get to work together. Uh, so with Greenways, we recently, just a couple months ago, did a cleanup along a Greenway uh, and we'll partner with the park. So Wilson's Creek, for instance, um, here it's part of our watershed and a lot of our urban creeks drain into it. And there's a part of Wilson's Creek that goes right by the Rutledge Wilson Farm Park owned by the park board. And there's the Wilson's Creek Greenway along it, which is part of the Ozark Greenway's network of greenway trails. And we've done riparian plantings along that area, trash pickups in that area, trying to protect that section of that urban stream. And we'll work with greenways on um, education. We've been putting signs out on some other greenways. So when people are walking past or biking past, they can stop and learn about the nature around them or the stream that they're pedaling over. Um, We work a lot with um, watershed 
Committee of the Ozarks um, and their Watershed Conservation Corps, especially on those riparian projects. We get to partner with the city a lot. I mentioned a, a tree planting we're doing this spring with students uh, from the Wolf School, the Springfield Public Schools fifth grade choice program that's all about the outdoors. So we're working with the park board on a planting there at that Wilson's Creek area to to keep our focus on that area that we've been working on um, and keep improving the the riparian corridor there for that water. Um, but yeah, there's there's countless ways we're able to partner <laughs> with other organizations in town. Um, those are just a few examples. That, that's awesome. And, and, you know, as I mentioned in the, the introduction, you know, I'm excited to partner with you all again, or, or Illumin is excited to partner with you all again uh, with the community collection. I, th I think this will be the third or fourth time that we've done so. Um, and it's always been a, a blast working with you all coming with the designs, but also, you know, trying to do our part to, to give back. So what 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 do what does that kind of opportunity kind of look like or kind of help you all with as far as, um, you know, kind of making an impact, hopefully in another way, expanding awareness, those types of things? Yeah, we really value impacts like this, working with um, other organizations in the area, especially nonprofits or especially small businesses. We love working with other small businesses. Um so yeah, the ways we get to use the support we get from Illumin Collect, um, things outside of our grants, sometimes we'll have grants or contracts that cover specific projects we're doing. That's um, where a lot of our funding comes from. But sometimes we'll get a call from a school down in Washburn, Missouri, at the, at the very far stretches of our, our watershed, and they want to do some education with their students, but we don't necessarily have a grant that would cover our time there. Um, funding like this can cover my time and supplies to, to get down there and work with those students. It really lets us have a stretch um, and have a presence throughout the whole watershed, not just where we have um, contracts with communities or with cities. Um, so that's kind of the biggest impact we can see with a uh, collaboration like this. Um, plus just getting the word out. I mean, through things like this podcast or social media, um, many more people are going to get to learn about James River Basin Partnership. And then from our side, hopefully more people will will learn about your business and see all the cool gear you have. We were just looking at some of your new releases um, with, <laughs> you know, featuring kayaks and canoes. Uh, so we know our followers would really appreciate that um, information. But yeah, we're excited about another, you know, fun way to promote uh, Earth Day and yeah. environmental topics for people wearing the shirt. So Earth Day every day, you know, we do that big Earth Day cleanup every year, but, um, you know, people can be cleaning up and making an impact every day of the year. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, I, I love hearing those stories where, you know, uh, you know, what we are able to to donate to you, it, it gives you that opportunity to work on those special projects that you, like you said, um, other, other grants might not give you the opportunity to. So, um, you know, I, I love to be able to kind of continue that on, um, to that point, where can people find, find you all online to get more resources, learn more, you know, if they're local volunteer, or maybe even get some inspiration for their own community? Yeah, absolutely. Well, our website is jamesriverbasin.com. We have information about all of these programs we mentioned today, whether people want to volunteer for some of our cleanups or learn about our homeowner projects, whether that's the soil test or the rain barrel programs, um, plus other general information about septic systems, native plants, uh, where they can float on the river, um, other places within the watershed to explore. Um, and then we're on social media too. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're not on TikTok yet, but maybe that'll come at one point. Um, but people can find us, see what we have going on. We'll always post about upcoming events that people can volunteer with. They can sign up to receive emails about whether that's 
cleanups, water quality monitoring, education events, et cetera. Um, you know, we'd like to include anybody that wants to wants to be part of our organization. Awesome. Well, everybody, definitely make sure you check them uh, check them out. See, you know, what resources are there, what opportunities uh, are also there for you to get involved. Um, there's plenty of ways that you can do that, uh, as you just heard. Um, but I'm really excited for this collection. I hope we have a successful month, and I also hope you all have a successful 2023. Awesome. Thank you. We're excited for this partnership. Thanks for including us. Thanks for listening. And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.